0: Good morning, good evening, wherever you are, across the nation or around the world. This is Beacon News, and I am your host, Kelly Robertson. Today, we're gonna talk about being in the now. What does that mean? What does that really mean? Fun fact, did you know that the word now, spelled backwards, is one? And when you're in the now, you've already won back your presence in the world as a creator. Do you even know that you're a creator? I wonder, do you realize that every thought that goes through your mind is going out into this great big thing we call the universe and the karmic field as a data bank of information? tells the universe, tells the mother or the mainframe computer, if you will, what you're asking for to be created. So keep that in mind the next time someone comes up to you and says, yeah, yeah, they're gonna do such-and-such such, or whatever, and they have this history of maybe not sticking to things and finishing them, and so your immediate thought is, yeah, you won't. Keep in mind that you thinking, yeah, you won't, just lent to scientifically proven odds of probability that they probably won't. So, yes, it's good to have hope. It's good to have positive thought for others. And it's even okay to know, yeah, they won't. It's okay to know that. But you should still hold out hope that they will. You should still hold out hope that they're going to be ready to wake up. And change their patterns and you really haven't walked in other people's shoes to know why they don't keep their word or complete their projects or why someone would, would want to hoard things. Did you know that psychologically speaking the people who behave in any certain way have done this because it was learned. By one of their five senses, it was learned. That's right. You see, I've studied extensively in psychology, sociology, and what we call the NPL, Neurobiological Pathway Linguistics, and all of it lends very strong scientific evidence to how behavior forms so that we can better understand it. My view on all of that is that every single human being on this planet should have to have a mandatory class on understanding sociology True social studies, the physiology, the psychology, all of the makeup that creates the human, the mind, the body, the condition. Because if we better understood it as a whole what the human condition really means, We would all come from a greater place of compassion. We would all come from a higher understanding, a higher learning, a higher spirited place. Our higher self would be more in charge in the forefront of our mind, rather than that, oh faithful servant, we call it logic that we tend to serve as our masters instead. Einstein had a great quote about that. My favorite quote of his of all time. I write it everywhere I can. Society. Oh, excuse me, let me back up. I've already messed it up. My goodness. The intuitive mind is a sacred gift. The logical mind, its faithful servant. We've created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. I think probably Einstein or any other human being on this planet has never written more true words than that. Spoken words that were so true, that are misunderstood, misrepresented, altered in their definitions, would be the word of Jesus. And I'll just say up front, I'm not a Christian. But I was raised Christian. I was raised in a Southern Baptist church. I have memorized the Bible front to back, back to front. I've sought out all of the rest of the pieces of the Bible. The Gnostics, the scenes, the Gospels. sought out the religions of the entire planet, but we're not here to talk about religion today because a lot of those religion stories have parallels. that go back much further than the Christian era, but Jesus's words Jesus' words were very, very important. And nobody's getting it, even to this day. You're just not getting it. You're actually quite a miraculous, beautiful, powerful being. You're a spiritual being having a human experience. More than one, actually. You've had more than one human experience. Some of you very well may have memories or strong pull toward other planets, even. Because we've reincarnated there as well. We are all truly star dust, star children, a piece of God, the creator that created all, all planets, all galaxies, solar systems, everything. but Jesus, he was an ascended master as there were many but their words were not taken for their full benefit that they were meant to be taken for Jesus in particular um, Buddha has a pretty decent following of understanding the Dalai Lama Hare Krishna. But Jesus was misunderstood. I relate to that very much, actually, being misunderstood. But I certainly don't think that Jesus expected his words to be misconstrued to the point of controlling the masses and creating a religion in order to do that and using him as the back man or the front man way you want to look at that. You see, Jesus would tell people that he was no more the Son of God than you are. And he meant that. He was trying to tell you who you are. And I'm sorry, he didn't die to save your sins. Not in the way you think, if in fact Jesus was crucified, if in fact he was shut up for what he was trying to do and say, would it really have been because he's simply one man who could do great miraculous things? If in fact he was murdered, as I like to call it, it was to shut him up because he was trying to give you back your power. He was trying to teach you exactly who you are, much like I am, much like I will. And they're trying to shut me up, too. And I am greatly misunderstood. Even by people who claim to be my friends. Who claim to believe in my mission and my path. They're not getting it. They're not hearing the message. On this journey, in this lifetime. I have experienced so many different walks of life, so many different ways to become jaded, so many different ways to be in pain, so many different ways to love, and so many different ways that we are amazing creatures. I personally know three human beings who would not be alive today if it weren't for the things that I'm trying to teach you now. That we are miraculous. I am no one special. I am not above you except in knowledge. I offer it for free. I offer it with a price tag. I offer it to friends, even with demonstrations if they need. And it doesn't matter how I offer it. No one wants to take it. No one wants to believe it. And you have to believe it. You have to walk in faith. Jesus said. He tried to tell you. You have to walk in faith that you are a miraculous child of God. We can heal. Each other. We can even bring them back from death. I know that sounds so blasphemous and dangerous and people would be quick to accuse me of sounding a lot like that Antichrist. Why do you think that Antichrist story was put in place? Maybe, just maybe, it was in case you figured out Jesus meant something literal by his wording. So if you figured it out, you wouldn't dare be tempted to try it for yourself and apply the scientific methods to seeing that it is very real. And actually being proven by science now. Because that would give you hope. That would give you your power back. That would truly take the shackles off of you. And then they could no longer control you. They could no longer tax you. Force you to work. you to buy their electricity or their water that they poison or their cell phones or whatever you wouldn't be their louche any further I tell you great things that are possible that you are capable of I am here to finish Jesus's message, and I will finish it. I'm not alone. There are actually 144,000 lightworkers on this planet at this moment, yet I've only been able to find one other who truly knows everything I know and knows that he knows it from within. Not that he's channeling it through some other entity and giving them credit for it. He himself knows that it's information that's in his DNA just like you all have. Every one of us has this knowledge within us and I have the knowledge to unlock those tools for you. I offer them and no one takes them. They would rather be lazy or in denial or fearful or I don't know. Want the easy button, something else or someone else to do it for them so that they don't have to do the work themselves. And from a higher perspective, I understand that. But also from a higher perspective, I must ask. Why is it that that would be the choice when you could do the inner work simply and quickly and gain all this ability, insight, and knowledge for yourself and take back your control yourself? And then you don't have to spend your money elsewhere. You don't have to depend on someone else to do it for you. Because no one's really going to know how to fix anything for you better than you would yourself. Provided you know how to be honest with yourself. That would be the first step. You have to learn to be honest with yourself. And then you have to learn who you are so that you can honestly love yourself and respect yourself and be grateful for who you are. I really just don't understand why so very few choose to know, choose to even listen and try it out, to see for themselves. What are you afraid of? What holds you back? What makes you have that choice, I wonder? That may be the part of the human psychology that I will never really completely understand. And I would say that's okay except it's really not okay with me. Because there are many of you that are ready for this knowledge, that are ready to step into their own power and yet you keep choosing not to and that's very disappointing to me on a human level and the soul level. It is disappointing. I often wonder how did Jesus feel? when he was trying to tell his 12 disciples to go off in 12 separate directions and do the same great works as he and more. And they looked at him and said, But Lord, how can we do this if you're not with us? I think at that moment, he must have just hung his head and was like, damn, all this time I have spent, all this energy I have spent teaching them, these 12, all that I know, I have taught these 12, and at the end of the day, they still can't walk away in that faith and that knowing that they have it too so yeah I can relate to Jesus and I don't feel like that's egotistical to say not at all I get it I really get it There's power in words, you know. Words are powerful, but they can only go so far if the audience doesn't have the ears to hear it or the eyes to see it. Free will, odds of probability, all plays a part in that mathematical calculation. Change doesn't usually happen for people willingly, it happens because it's forced. Part of the reason that I am here on planet Earth at this time, trying to teach you, trying to reach you, is because I know of those changes that will force you to think different, choose different, and act different. These changes are not meant to be mentioned so much, or focused on, because then you lose sight of the message. Mm -hmm. Catch 22. If we don't talk about the changes that are coming. Maybe you never choose different. But if we do talk about the changes that are coming, then instead of choosing to improve yourself and learn yourself and know thyself, some other type of psychological mentality kicks in, and you'll either start learning other things, like how to be a prepper, or whatever, fire a firearm and hit your target, or decide that you want to move to a different location from where you're at. You know, there's all these other things that you would be focused on rather than thyself. And the key to all of it being a beautiful outcome for you, me, and the masses is for you to choose to learn thyself and know thyself because in doing that you really do have real power that can manipulate the malleable fabric that we call the matrix because then you would understand you see that you are a co-creator and collectively we can do really big things remember Jesus and God both said where they gather in my name and numbers right great things can be done in numbers. There's power in numbers. And yes, there's a double meaning there. Numbers are vibration just like words, just like color has a vibration. But in groups of more than one, our power is exponentially Amplified to the 10th power per person added, action. So if you see me, one person who can create a vortex, part a storm or a tornado and keep it from coming to my area, raise the dead, heal broken bones, miraculous things. If I am one to the tenth power, which I am, just imagine a group of three or six or nine or a hundred or a thousand or a million There are 8 billion people now on the planet, and approximately 7 million in America alone. While we're talking about numbers, let me also say to you that very clearly in the book of Revelations, it says two-thirds of the population shall perish and two-thirds of the population have worshipped the wrong God I know all of you Christians especially are sitting there thinking to yourself well it wasn't me I won't be in that number I won't be in that group I'm telling you that you will be if you don't know thyself If you don't know the true meaning of Jesus' message, then you will be in that number. I'm sorry. I'm not saying it to be mean. I'm not being judgmental. I'm being matter of fact. I'm trying to get you to understand. I'm here because of God's plan, because We, God, don't want to see that type of fallout. We don't want that amount of casualties. When if we could actually reach you and teach you and get you to walk in faith with an open mind and exploring and discovering who you really are, we don't have to have that kind of fallout and I can assure you the governments of our world fully expect that number or more any website that's a government website where they do studies and projections and put preparations in place for catastrophes and calamities and world events already has in place all the body bags all of them, biodegradable and underwater body bags, preparing, along with mylar blankets and food rations, water supplies and so on, for the ones that do survive, which will be one-third of the population of this planet, one-third. Who will that one-third be, you wonder? Part of them, very likely, will be people like me who know their power, who can control and manipul- manipulate their surroundings for the greater good. And no, this is not evil. This is not witchcraft. This is not satanic. Because there's actually a failsafe catch-22 put in place by the law of one, that says very clearly, and I've tested it, and I've watched other people test it to know it for sure. If there's ego behind it, mal-intent, trying to manipulate or steal other people's free will, unless it's for their greater good, it will not benefit you. The wielder of this power. It will not. It will backfire. It will come off half-assed. It will hit you in the face. Karma will get you. Karma will get you. And karma is neutral. The universe is neutral. It's all about lessons. So if greed, power, ego, selfishness, what you're going to get out of it, has any tiny percent behind why you're doing what you're doing, it's not going to work the way that you want it to. Not exactly the way that you want it to. It won't. Bad guys get get away with a lot of stuff, but only so much, right? Only so far. And those bad guys that get away with those things to some extent number one they get away with it because they know thyself and they're using it for bad they're using it to manipulate to gain something and number two because it's for bad it's only going so far But it's still allowed to happen to some extent because there's a lesson for that soul to learn from it. And the lesson will happen. Not always in this lifetime, while you're in this body. Sometimes it's going to happen while you're in the ethereal plane as just a soul, as just a ball of light instead of an incarnated physical form. Because souls learn as well. We are always learning. We are always growing. We are a soul. We are eternal. Because we are part of the one. We are part of God. We have been created by the light. The body was created from the clay of the earth. The earth is our mother. Creator's our Father. And all of us, good, bad. Doesn't matter. We're all from the Creator. Now there are people on this planet now. Well, they look like people. That's what I'm getting to. They look like people that are on our planet. They imitate people. They imitate a few other species of beings as well. They're wolves in sheep's clothing. They like you staying the way you are. They like you wanting your easy buttons and your quick fixes rather than doing the work and learning who you really are. They like that a lot. That's loose for them. It's food for their energy level. They really dig the lower vibrational people. The really low vibrational thoughts. The laziness. The lethargic. The ones who are numbed up and dumbed down. Would choose to drink. Rather than do their soul growth. And I know I'm hitting a lot of nerves right now. I understand that I am. In my opinion, this is the true definition of tough love. I do not say these things to offend you and make you mad. And I want you to ask yourself, if you are being triggered by what I'm saying, is it because it's true? Are you being triggered because you're mad that I'm right? And why are you mad at me for being correct in this statement? And rather than even being mad at yourself, I would suggest that you just do something to change it. I don't want you mad at yourself. I don't want you to punish yourself. I do not choose to punish you or make you feel guilty. I merely want to make you think, really stop and think. Why am I living life this way? Why am I still the underdog? And I will say to you even, why are you still the underdog? So many of us rallied together and elected a beautiful president. So many of us rallied together and learned many things, great and small, horrid and wonderful and exciting. I even believe, if I remember correctly, and I usually do, Cube was even trying to tell you who you are and that you have more than you know. And you still weren't getting it. And even after four, five, six long years of teaching you, bringing you up to speed on so many things that needed to be unveiled. Again, it's like Jesus' story repeating all over again. Masses just aren't getting it. This is a good time for me to read my favorite Chinese proverb. He who knows not, and knows not that he knows not, is a fool. Shun him. He who knows not, and knows that he knows not, is willing. Teach him. He who knows, and knows not that he knows, is asleep awaking him. He who knows, and knows that he knows, is wise. Follow him. Follow him, or her, but don't make them a martyr, or a messiah, or a religion, because that is not the goal. This is not ego speaking to you. I do not sit here and speak to hear my own voice because it boosts my ego. I sit here speaking to you, trying to reach you, trying to awaken you from your slumber so that you may know thyself. In such a great way. Such a great way. That when things do happen. That create change. That will be forced. You will know better. How to not only control your emotions. And keep yourself in check. But do something about it. Something great. Something grand something powerful because you can be the hero of this story. We all can and we all will be if you truly awaken the way that is necessary. The way that is the real point of the great awakening. We are who we've been waiting for. And life as we know it will change. For the better or not. The choice is ours. So for all of you who choose not to have the ears to hear and the eyes to see and the open mind that's ready to walk in faith of your creator to learn thyself and know thyself. When these changes come, I hope at least you're big enough to not try to blame others and pass the buck, but to accept your fate for what it is. It is yours because you chose it. We all choose our fate. I need you to understand that. We all choose our fate. It is not written in stone what would be our destiny. We have free will. You choose your destiny. You choose your fate. You choose every single day of your life, whether you're breathing or not. Whether you're in a physical form or not. You are choosing. You have free will. It's your God-given right as a soul. So I really hope that I've piqued your interests instead of pissing you off. And that you really do truly want to learn who you are. I believe that knowledge is power and I believe that the true basics of the knowledge should be free. I offer you the foundational fundamental truths of yourself completely free. If you want advanced learning, yes, I charge a little bit for those courses. I worked hard to acquire that knowledge and you should have to work hard for it too because if it's that important to you, you will, and I don't say that to be pompous. I really, truly don't. I know people that will go and spend three hundred dollars to sit in a sound bowl healing room, or next to a machine that's supposed to heal them. Or, and I'm not saying they don't. I'm not saying those things aren't good. So don't take me wrong here. My point is. They'll spend that money. For those things. They see those things as worth it. But they won't spend $20. Or 60 or Or 100 For easy, simple classes. That don't last very long that can gain wisdom and power and knowledge that you can use the rest of your entire life to make everything in your life so much better. It puzzles me. And I don't question it because I'm not making money. This is not about making money. this is about what people are willing to spend their money on and what they're not I mean, what do you gain from a $300 sound bowl sound singing bowl retreat that is going to stick with you for the rest of your life It's like putting a band-aid on something. It might patch it up and fix it for a minute, but it's not going to stick forever. Band-aids don't last that long. I'm trying to give you the wisdom that will last forever. then all you have to do is know which keys unlock your toolboxes. And so much of it is right there. You carry it around and contain it every single day of your life. You just don't know it. It's not an outside source. It's from within. Wouldn't you rather empower yourself and seek what is within your own toolbox than to spend money on another one that someone else made and put a few things in that won't last that are going to break or fade away or deteriorate Think about that imagination is one of the greatest gifts that we were given. If you can imagine, if you can truly visualize with your third eye, you're already 50% there at being a master at manifesting. imagination. What a beautiful thing. In order for you to be a magnet to your desires, you have to be able to use your imagination and your focused energy. I can show you how to do that if you're willing to learn. In closing, I want to just say, I really hope that each and every one of you will pause for a moment and stop being a cheerleader for everything and everyone else. Get yourself into the zone and be your own cheerleader. Be your own champion stop being douche and sitting around making excuses doing nothing to better yourself in order to better do your job and your purpose because yes we create our own fate we create our own destiny we choose it but we all came here with a mission And again, it's up to choice whether you fulfill that mission, attempt to fulfill that mission, or turn your back on it. The choice is yours. What do you choose? I just want to reiterate, you are Amazing. You are incredible beyond your knowing. You are beautiful. You're powerful. And you're a creator. Whether you know it or not. You are love. No matter what choice you make, you are always loved by me, by others, and by our Creator. You are always loved. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your evening. In closing, I want to say, on this journey, we are all here to awaken our inner truths. We walk the same path, yet no, no two stories are ever the same. We are connected as one through our collective consciousness, although every single sacred soul is individually unique. I do deeply honor your soul energy. And I do understand that this path is challenging. But you have been put here at this very moment in time because of your power, your courage, and your strength. It's all for the greater good of humanity in our precious Mother Earth that we fulfill our mission. Ascension means changing us to change the future timeline. A timeline where our children and our children's children will know a world of true harmony and balance and thyself. We pave the way for all here on Earth, for all creations of life. We are the way-showers. We are the light. And it is a truly special moment to be alive. As Confucius said, may you live in interesting times. We certainly do. With all of our intentions set together for safety, love, respect, peace, harmony, and balance, good will prevail. Thank you for being a part of the greatest story of truth and unity that will be told in future generations for eons. To come. Happy birthday, President Trump. Thank you all for listening. May the Creator be with you and may you be with the Creator. In love and light, blessings and good night.